1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dominique Drew Radio. This is the art of attraction. Thrilled to have you joining me today. As usual, I am also live on Facebook right now. You're welcome to join me there or you're welcome to find the recording later on my page on Facebook, which is Dominique Drew Coaching, Consulting, and Speaking. Now, as always, you're welcome to join the conversation if that is of interest to you. You're welcome to um to find me on my uh, website, dominydrew.com. be happy to, t- to take your questions there. I have a contact page there where you're welcome to reach out and ask anything you might be uncertain about. You're also welcome to find me on Instagram and on Twitter, at Dominydrew. that's D-O-M-I-N-E-Y, last name Drew, D-R-E-W. Now I'm just going to set up my Skype here, As well, and you're welcome to reach out to me there by phone as soon as I get that set up. Give me just a second. But the phone number when that's ready is going to be 708-793-7769. And I'll give you that phone number a few more times as we go through. So if you have any questions about, um, you know, anything that I'm talking about or you have questions or you want something clarified or anything like that, you're very welcome to call in and, uh, and join the conversation there. So I'm just going to sign in for my radio account here. Sorry, give me just a second. And that should be coming up shortly. So I will be, Right, if you there. It always likes to give me a little bit of trouble in the beginning of the show. Here we go. Okay. So there we're signed in. So now we're available to you take your calls and you can call in at any time for the next hour please feel free to do so. I would love to hear from you. So one more time, the number there is 708-793-7769. In fact, I will go ahead and post this on Facebook as well. Feel free to call in with questions at... And there's the number. Okay, great. There you go. So. A little bit about me. My name is Dominique Drew, as you may have guessed, since that is every single handle that I have online. <laughs> I'm a men's relationship coach. I help single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. And, you know, the way that looks for me at the moment is I've developed an eight-week course whose single goal is to get you out of that place of loneliness, of singleness, of, you know, often attracting the wrong relationship over and over and over again, and they never last, Right. And so this is really about, um, you know, I've developed this eight-week course that um, is really very much about showing you what it is that's happening unconsciously that's making those things happen in your life, okay? So there are many different levels to you as a being, right? There are, you know, there's the, your conscious mind, you're very smart. If you knew what the problem was, then you would uh, have fixed it by now, Right. So usually you don't, okay, especially around relationships, because relationships can really be um, an incredible place for self-work, and one of the reasons for that is because there's a lot going on underneath the surface, right? In human beings in general, there's a lot going on underneath the surface, and in relationships, for whatever reason, it's just an extraordinary place um, for that to take place, okay? It's a really, uh, it, it shows you yourself, all right? Through relationship, you're really able to learn a lot about who you are. Okay. And because of that, some people love relationships and some people hate relationships, mostly for the exact same reason. Okay. So, <clears throat> so what ends up happening is that, you know, you're, you're doing everything right. You're doing everything that you think you should be doing. And yet at the same time, you're not getting the results that you want. And the reason for that is that there's something happening underneath the surface. Okay. in your subconscious mind, which is extraordinarily powerful. If you don't know anything about the subconscious, um, you know, when the, when the conscious mind and the subconscious mind are in conflict, the conscious, the conscious mind loses. Okay. Because the subconscious mind is more associated with survival. Okay. It's more important to, to your human system. Okay. And so subconscious will win out. And so if you have unresolved issues in the subconscious, then you won't be able to get what you want. Right. You won't be able to, um, to find those relationships that really last or to be fulfilled by them or whatever it is that you are struggling with. There's something about you that's keeping that from happening. Okay. And you can tell that because your intention is to have it work, right? Like I want a relationship. I'm not in one. Okay. So by virtue of you saying that you want the relationship kind of indicates that you're, you know, you're, that's your intention. And yet for some reason it's not happening, right? So that's really very important, okay? It's important because what that does is it shifts your entire life experience from being the world's fault to being something you can influence, okay? It shifts you into empowerment to see this. So if you, if you understand, if you truly understand that it's your own subconscious that's holding you back from what you want, then all of a sudden it's you, right? All of a sudden it's within your power to do something about. You are fully empowered. Now you can fix the damn thing. You know, even things that look like they're totally out of your realm, right? So, um, I had a a client today who lived sort of in the middle of, um, Where was he? Sort of in uh, Buffalo, New York, Minnesota. You know, something was kind of, um, he he was kind of isolated. He says, well, there's just nobody here. I said, why do you think you're still single? And he said, well, there's nobody near me. Okay. So there's a lot of people near you, right? Very few areas. If you live in Montana in a town full of 10 and you're on the phone with me, I have sympathy for that particular situation. But nine times out of 10. They're like, oh, there's no people around me. I'm living in Buffalo, New York. Well, I don't exactly know what the population of Buffalo, New York is, but it's plenty. It's plenty. You only need one woman who's compatible. Okay. You can live in New York City for your entire life and never find anyone who's compatible. Do you think that's New York City's fault? I don't know. But what will happen is that if you decide it's New York City's fault, you will never meet someone. Because you're placing the blame outside of yourself. And when you do that, you're a victim. When you're a victim, you're powerless. You can't fix it. Okay? So now, no matter how many, how much you want something, you've already decided you can't get it. And you are a very, very, very powerful being. You decide, subconsciously, don't forget, that you can't get it. You won't. You flat out will not. Okay. Very, very, very important distinction. So today I want to talk about, um, specifically, I want to talk about success. Okay. Success is something that, um, you know, I'm very passionate about and everybody's passionate about it in their own way. They just define success differently. So the first thing I want to say, actually, now that I've just said that is if this is something you struggle with, whatever that means, whether success means a lot of money, successful business, a successful relationship, um, successful in your spiritual life, whatever it is that you want, achieving your goal, creating nonprofits, raising children, whatever. Every person wants success. They just define it differently, right? So what I want to do is talk to you a little bit about, um, the definition first. Okay. The first step. Well, two things first. So success varies by person. Okay. You need to know what it means for you. That's important. If you don't know what success is for you, you will not be able to achieve it. Fact. Okay, there's no way. There's just no way. Literally, there's no way because you don't know what you're trying, where you're trying to go. Okay, so... So, if you don't know what it is that you, so, so the first step to to achieving success in your life is defining what that means for you and not just defining success as like a theoretical, like, oh, I think that success really means inner happiness. And that's really, and I'm like, you're really happy and everything's good. And is that, is that what you want? Because if you're saying it like that, well, if you're saying it like that, it's really irritating anyway. But if you're saying it like that, kind of makes me think that. That's not really what you think success is, okay? So so what's important is, and, and, and you can even forget about the word success in this for the moment. What is it that you want in life? Stop right now. Think. What is it that you want in life? Do you want marriage and children? Do you want not marriage and children? Do you want a successful business? Do you want a successful personal life? Do you want to be happy? What is it that you want? Because until you know that, you can't create it. It's impossible. How do you know what to create? How do you know how to create it? Right? So it's very important to know initially what it is that you want. And again, this can be applied to anything. Okay? Um, what do you want in your relationship? Do you want better communication? Do you want passion? Do you want commitment? Do you want trust? You know, most people just flow through life. They get kicked here and there by the wind, by the water, or whatever medium they're in. They, you know, They take whatever job's handed to them. They live wherever their job tells them to live. They do what they think they're supposed to do in life. And most people live very, very, very mediocre lives. When I say mediocre, I don't mean that it's unimpressive. Not everybody needs to live an impressive life. It's not about that. It's what's mediocre to you. You know? They just, you know, a lot of people they don't have the cojones. To challenge it or to fight for what they want or to succeed, and so they'll be in a relationship, but it will be mediocre. They'll have a job that they like, fine, or don't, but they're mediocre. And to me, looking from the outside in, it's like this this half-lived life that's always been kind of a Or, you know, something that I've always been wary of, right? This half lived life that, um, where you're not really passionate about anything. You know, you're not really excited or drawn to or attracted or, um, passionate about anything. You're just fine. Everything's just fine. And, I think, to me, that's one of the saddest things you've done. I do. I think, for me, that is one of the great disappointments, when people don't identify what they want and and go for it, you know? Even if that's gentle. Again, you know, I can be a bit of a a powerhouse or a bit of a force, Um, and that's not what it's about. It's not about being like me. It's about being like you, but actually being like you. So if you're very quiet or kind of mousy or, you know, you prefer to be alone, you prefer to read instead of being social, that's perfect. Not everybody needs to be me. Of course, I often prefer to read than (laughs) be social. It's not about being powerful or louder or stronger, you know. It's about committing to yourself and doing what it is that you want to do. What you want to do. So if you want to go home and read a book and some friends ask you if you want to go to knitting club and you say yes because you don't want to disappoint your friends, you've just betrayed yourself. See how that can happen even on a slight level? So you betrayed, betrayed yourself. Your self told you that it wants to read a book. That's what you know you want to do. And instead, you went and did something else. So that's where that commitment to self wavers. So when you when you sort of you're facing that kind of half-lived life where you're, you're not feeling passionate about anything or you're, um, you know, you feel like you're coasting. and You feel like you're floating. Then those are the times to look at what you want. What do you really want? And don't stop until you find it. You may sit down with a piece of paper and be like, Dominique's always right about everything. This is a recommendation, by the way. Dominique's always right about everything. Her advice is always stellar. She knows exactly what you she's talking about every I'm going to do this exercise and find out what it is that I want. Great. You're right. I am always right all the time. There's never been a case where I've been wrong. So you sit down, okay? And you're like, okay, I'm going to do this exercise and I figure out what I want. And you don't have anything come to you. Nothing. You sit there with a blank piece of paper and you're like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. Don't worry about it. Do it again tomorrow. And do it while you're walking around. Do it while you're getting onto the bus for work. Do it while you're having lunch with your friends. You You know, for me, growing up, um, I had a very, very difficult time deciphering what I wanted. Very difficult time. And um, often that was because uh, I was so disconnected from myself. Okay. There was pain in my life. I wanted to avoid the pain. And so I, I naturally, deeply, subconsciously just disconnected from myself. And so I couldn't feel myself. And so I couldn't feel what I wanted, and this showed up in everything. Okay, we're going to come up. We're going to come up in this um, later because something that is an issue in one area of your life will tend to be an issue in area area of your life. So for me, I couldn't tell what I wanted, and I knew literally. Okay, I would sit down at a restaurant with my mother and my family or whatever, and I wouldn't be able to order. Couldn't do did. it. Didn't know what I wanted. There was no point yelling at me. There was no point, you know, telling me that I, I needed to hurry up. I couldn't do it. I had to take it all this time, and then ultimately, I just ended up guessing because I genuinely couldn't feel myself. So, you know, so it took a lot of work for me to learn to connect with myself, to learn that it's safe to connect with myself. And and at some point, I just, I clicked in and I started being moving to tell. And suddenly I started having these feelings and having, oh, I actually really prefer this, to prefer to, to that. It's not like I had no preferences earlier, but but generally I, I just didn't know what I wanted for quite a long time. So this is very common. And so the first step to being successful in anything, is deciding what it is that you want. So sit down, okay, for a piece of paper and put I want at the top. And fill it up, okay? I want to ride a hippo. Oh, I really don't recommend doing that. I think that's ridiculously dangerous. I want to ride a hippo under safe supervision <laughs> with someone who understands the hippo psyche, <laughs> and maybe, uh, and maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's what I recommend or not. Anyway, whatever it is that you want, I want to swim with the dolphins. I want to have a baby. I want to drink some wine. I want to start my own business. I want to teach people, you know, and, you know, may start with wine, like, oh, what is the craving in the moment? And that's great. And then go wine with it. What do you want in this life? Okay. Or, you know, do exercises can be harsh, but okay. you, You go to the doctor, you get news that you've got one year. Okay. Something's going on. Don't think too much about it. You've got one year to live. Are you going to keep doing what you're doing now? How many of you out there listening, when told you have one year left to live, will keep doing exactly what it is that you're doing now? How many? You know? How intentional is your life? How much do you love your life that you will keep doing it? you're so happy with it's exactly what you want to do so it doesn't matter how much time you have left to do it, you're already doing do you see what i mean when well, obviously it's a very harsh harsh example but it puts it into into perspective you know the harsh light sort of brings it out so so it's really worth thinking about you know would you be friends with your friends you know talking about talking about people who um talking about people who um who really Uh, you know, who you hang around, okay? Who are the top five people that you hang around? Do you know how influenced you are by those people? If I told you that you were, that 90% of you in your life is influenced by the top five people you spend the most time around, would you rethink your friend list? Would you keep hanging out with people you hang out with? Would you spend more time with family? Would you spend less time with family? Would you get some new friends? And I'm not saying that's true. Uh, it's, I don't think 90% of who you are is is influenced by the top five people. However, I do know that a lot of you is influenced by the top five people that you spend your time around. So, so again, exercise, write it down. Okay. What do you, what are you, um, you know, who, who are those five people? Write them down and then take a look at them. Take a look at their lives. They live lives that are impressive to you. Whether they're, you know, maybe they're not, you know, CEOs of companies, but maybe they're really good people. Maybe they're giving people. Maybe they run charities and volunteer and teach kids and you know, rescue kittens from dumpsters <laughs> on oh, <no. laughs> whatever type of person it is that you value. Are they those type of people? Or are they people you're friends with because you feel guilty? Are they friend people you're friends with because it's convenient? Are they people you're friends with because They've been your friend for a long time and time is winning out. See what I mean? So look at all these things, okay? And then see what what you want. You know, I did this at one point and I had probably three out of five people on my list. I was like, I don't want to be friends with those people. They're not the people I want to be. I want to be friends with the people I want to be. You know, that's powerful. And otherwise I'm just, you know, or I want to be aspiring to someone else. You know, whatever it is, it's, there's no hard, fast rule. It's just worth looking at and seeing what it is that, you know, comes up. Okay, so why pick this topic today about success? Um, because success is the same no matter what area of life you're talking about, okay? So success, et cetera, success itself, um, succeeding in, in in relationships takes the same skill set as succeeding in business and succeeding in life in general. All right. So let's talk about my favorite topic start to start, which is attraction. I love attraction. It is completely genuine. It is powerful. It is authentic. It is sexy. It is real. It is raw. It is right now. And I feel like that was the last thing I was going to at least. It's life force. It's pure life force. Mm, that was a good last thing. So, so, so attraction, so attraction in relationships is exactly the same as attraction in business, without a doubt, exactly the same, okay? Um, attraction in relationships is not necessarily sexual or, or romantic, okay? Attraction literally means being drawn, being magnetic, okay? I'm attracted to that person. I'm often attracted to people that I don't want to have sex with, but I'm strong to them. And I will come up and say, "I'm very attracted to you. I find you very interesting." Who are you? What, you know, tell me. I want to know something about me. Wants to know, you know. So, um, so if you if you are an attractive being, okay, you won't just have sexual and romantic interest in you. You'll have clients. You'll have networking. You'll have other business owners that want to collaborate. Okay. People will either be drawn to you or they won't. All right? That could make or break a business. Are you kidding me? People are drawn to you, whether you're selling, you know, web services or server space or coaching or you're a dentist or you're a lawyer, you know, or you are a garbage collector. If you go into a... If you're a garbage collector and you go into an interview, and you are an attractive person. You draw people to you; they will hire you over someone else. Period. That's what humans respond to. They they to respond to that magnetism. Okay, so that could absolutely make or break you know a business. Okay, and same thing in life. Are, are people inclined to give you what you want? What you want from them? You know, are you the type of person who people naturally want to help? You know. All of these things um, are affected by how attractive you are, literally attractive you are, okay? Not how pretty. Do not confuse attraction with beauty. They are not the same thing, okay? Beautiful means you are aesthetically lovely. You are nice to look at. Magnetism, attraction is magnetism, okay? It, um, it draws people to you. Now... The reason, another reason, why attraction and and magnetism, me, attraction and beauty are different, is attraction is like beauty is sort of uh, beauty is uh, solid. Okay, it's it's um, it's still. Okay. I want to say stagnant, but stagnant is not the right word. It's not like you're stuck in anything. It's more like it's beautiful and it's up on the, up on the shelf, like a beautiful bust of someone up on the shelf. Okay. That's beauty. Magnetism is life force. It draws you in. It does something, makes you want to act. Not just sort of sit there and be like, wow, that's beautiful. But like, like I want, I want more of you. I want to pull you in. I'm fascinated by your energy, by, by something about, right. This sort of, Animal magnetism. Okay, so when people say they want to be beautiful, what they actually mean is they want to have that. They want to be attractive. Okay, they want to attract. Most people want to attract. Um, you know, some people are sort of shy and would rather um go into the the, the wall. But on some level, I think that everybody. I um, don't well, you know if that's a fair statement, but for the most part, I think that everybody really does have that desire to be be seen as attractive and to attract others, because you know, human human wise. Homo sapien wise, um, you know, we are, we are, um, social creatures, right? We are nomadic tribes. So we, um, so, so if we are ostracized by our tribe, um, we face death. Okay. We are not made to survive on our own. So that's why rejection hurts so much, like so much. It's not just like, oh, I doesn't like me. No, no, no. This is a life issue. This is huge. Okay, this, your 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 reality, your life is being threatened, literally threatened. Okay? So it matters whether or not you're in the group. Don't, that's not something to be ashamed of or to wish you didn't do. It's like, that's just, that's incredibly natural, one of the most natural things. So, where was it going with that? Oh, yeah, so there's this underlying desire to be, to be attractive. Um, I, I think, I mean, I'm drawing that conclusion right now, but it makes sense to me that, um... You know, you would want to always attract someone because that will indicate that you're always safe. Okay. It's like growing up, you know, having, having your, um, having experience when you're, when you're a child that sort of shuts you down a little bit. We tend to shut down in childhood and then stay shut down until as an adult, we, we go back and we look and see what's, what's going on and see a lot and challenge those beliefs and we, um, we, uh, you we'll know, overcome them or well, we don't. But what I do is I help people overcome those, those unconscious beliefs. So, I think that, that that underlying, you know, desire, you know, so, 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 so one of those underlying beliefs may be something along the lines of, well, if I'm not loved, then I'll die. Okay. I had something similar to, similar to that growing. Up. So then I sort of go around making sure everybody loves me. And sure enough, everybody loves me because you get very good at it you've been practicing me your whole life. Um, but you don't really feel loved, right? Because you're just trying to survive. And so it's never really, really enough. And that's kind of a different topic, but that's, there's more to that. But, um, but as far as wanting to be attractive, it's like, that's a really common thing, right? People want to be attractive. Um, they want to have people around. They want to have the options. You know, it's, it's, it's a great feeling, that sort of magnetism. So, so anyway, so attraction is exactly the same. Okay. Um, it's not just romantic. It's not just sexual. It's really about, um, drawing people to you. Okay. Um, having that ma- magnetism. All right. So what's next? <clears throat> So as far as, so our secret number one to success in business and relationships and life is attraction. Okay. So what creates attraction? Creat- attraction comes, and I've got an entire show that's based just on this topic. Attraction comes from being balanced and happy in yourself. Fact. Okay. That's the work I teach. So there's no, there's no need to be beautiful. There's no need to be fit. There's no need to be. You know, stunning or confident, or any of these things. When you're when you're okay with yourself, those things happen naturally. Okay, you become more confident. You become more um, self forgiving. You become more loving. You start clearing your issues out. And you start, you know, living life in the moment more, overthinking less, analyzing less, reacting in fear less. Self-sabotaging less, and what you start to do is you begin to radiate. Okay, what happens when you when we have these beliefs in childhood, we have these 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 beliefs in childhood form as blocks in the subconscious. That's what I'm talking about when I say that there's um something going on in the subconscious. Okay, so so what, so when you begin to clear those, what happens is that your energy starts to come through. Without being blocked. Okay. So you're no longer responding to like old beliefs or reacting to your parents, you know, and how they left you when you were young or they did something you didn't like. And it's like, okay, yes, that happened. Let's process through it. Process through the pain that you weren't able to, um, to process through when you were young, right? Because you didn't have the strength. You didn't have the container, but you have it now because you're a grown up. So we go in. We find those blocks. Okay. We clear them out. This is the work that I do. And then you begin to shine. Okay. Suddenly you're not wrapped up in fear anymore. You're not living in the past. You're not reacting to something that happened long ago when you were a child that's still stuck in your subconscious. Okay. Instead, you're beginning to be more and more in the here and now. Okay. And that's an extremely powerful place to be. When you're in the here and now, suddenly, you have more confidence. Suddenly you have more self-assuredness, more joy, and you begin to radiate that. And when you radiate that, you become very, very attractive, very attractive. People are attracted to other people's light. So when you clear away the bullshit that's blocking your own, whether that takes the form of, you know, psychological difficulties or, um, emotional blocks, right, fears from the past, uh, negative beliefs, negative relationship patterns, all of these sorts of things. When you start to clear those out, you begin to free yourself up, your body starts to change, okay, my body is completely different now than it was when I started this work, completely different, my mindset is completely different, you know, I had to be on, on antidepressants for, you know, a couple of years when I was young, not anymore, you know, I got I got off everything. I'm totally on my own. I am, I am, you know, resilient and strong and happy. And I've created all that stuff, all of that for myself because I didn't used to be any of those things. And I did that by clearing these blocks, okay, that sort of hang out in the subconscious and make just wreak havoc on your life, okay. But the thing is, and the good news is that it's only, um, they they only wreak havoc on your life while you're on. Aware of them, so becoming aware of them takes a lot of the power out. Remember, I said that when an issue is in the subconscious, okay, or there, excuse me, when there's a conflict between the subconscious and the conscious mind, the subconscious will always win, always every single time, okay, because it's more survival-based. It's more important to your system. So, the higher function is here in the in the conscious mind, but higher function is a luxury when it comes to survival. It's not the most important thing. So. When there's a conflict between the one or the other, the subconscious wins. And then the situation, you know, comes out. So when you start clearing, when you start clearing these things from the subconscious, all of a sudden your conscious desires don't aren't blocked anymore. So these are basically very subtle forms of self-sabotage. Okay. Really what I should say is that I'm a self-sabotage. <laughs> I'm a self-sabotage coach because really that's what I'm doing. I'm helping you not self-sabotage. I work with single men because that's what interests me. And, you know, it's 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 good to have a niche business-wise. The work that I do is exactly the same. I've done it with women. I've done it with careers. I've done it with um, general life happiness. I've done it with spirituality. Um, I've done it with sexuality. It's really, the work is about waking up and getting out of your own way. Does it work with single men and help them find life partners? Absolutely. Because if that's something you want, you're not getting it. Something's going on in the subconscious, right? So, um, attraction. So attraction. So when you start clearing all that stuff up, all of a sudden you become very, very attractive, which is really cool. Okay. So, uh, thing two, okay. Secret two to succeeding in business relationships and life. First one is attraction. Second of all, if you struggle with something in one area of your life, then you will find it in all areas of your life. Okay? This is a really useful, I actually learned this um as a as a business person when I was working on on um on building my business. So here's what you do. Ask yourself, what is the common denominator of all of your life experiences? All of them. Like what is the one thing that they all have in common? The answer is you. Okay. They all have you in common. So you are the common denominator of all of your life experiences. So if that is the case, then there will be commonalities between all of them. And you can find overarching patterns. And that's what I do in my work. If I find the overarching pattern, then I find the um, underlying belief that's causing that overarching pattern. And then I have techniques to to, uh, transform the belief. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. From really big to smaller to very small. Okay. So if you have issues with, um, with, uh, um, let me take an example. Um, so we're going to come up on, on judgment just a second in, in kind of another, uh, kind of another way. If you find yourself, um, if you find yourself struggling with, you know, being successful in your business, then you're probably struggling with being successful in your relationship. Or if you're having a hard time sort of like jumping in and with both feet and really getting somewhere, that's probably affecting other areas of your life too. So if you're having an issue in one area of your life, just look, just consider the possibility. Okay. One of my spiritual teachers always just say, consider the possibility because that's really what it's about. Okay. It's really just about, well, I maybe this might be a thing and just that opening into your own psyche is enough it's enough to to begin to shift what's there okay beginning to shift those beliefs that are sort of rock solid because you know when i say beliefs a lot of people hear thoughts and they're not the same thing okay beliefs are much much more powerful than thoughts a thought is just a thought okay a belief according to you is a fact it is an assumption. It is a profoundly powerful assumption. And because you assume it to be true, you act in your life as though it is. And then it limits you. Boom. Self-sabotage. Right there. Okay? So consider the possibilities. Okay? Hmm. Noticing that I'm really, um, I'm always, uh, Uh, I'm always. Um, <laughs> I think you're, I'm forgetting the word. Um, when you put things off all the time, right? I'm always putting things off. I'm always procrastinating. There we go. I'm always procrastinating. You know, I, I just don't quite feel like doing it, and I never do. Da da You're probably doing that in other areas of your life too. Are you procrastinating? You're procrastinating in business. You know, getting shit down that you don't really want to do. Are you procrastinating calling your mother too, or getting those? chores done or running those errands or paying those bills. How you are in one area of your life is how you are in every area of your life. So take a clue, see what the problems are, write them down. Write them down. Okay? You write it down. It uses a lot of its magic and a lot of its power over you. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, is that all? I'm just procrastinating? Wait, so what you're saying is I just need to call mom? Yes. Call mom now not in two minutes, obviously when I'm done because this is brilliant and incredible world wisdom, you should never miss it. Um, But yeah, call her. Whatever it's on your list, you're pushing away and if procrastination is a problem for you, look, if you're happy procrastinating, don't let me tell you what to do. Procrastinate. But if it's causing problems in your life and you're unhappy, you gotta kick that shit to the curb. Okay, It's gotta be the way it is. Okay, next one. So we've got attraction and we've got um Struggle in one area of your life, you'll find it in all areas. Next one, the mirror. Okay. Whatever it is that you're experiencing in life. Okay, I'm in my business. Um, I've got clients who are interested, but they just don't commit. You know, I have them on the phone, I talk to them about my product, and they seem really interested, or I go into their office, whatever, seem interested, just don't want to commit. Look and find that in yourself. Okay, this is one of the most Probably the most powerful, um, probably the most powerful experience uh, lesson that I've that I've learned. Certainly one of them. Um, if you, you know, if you are experiencing hesitation from your clients towards you, then you're probably hesitating in other areas. Okay. So, for example, um, you run a business where you talk to people on the phone and you try and sell them a product. Okay. And they just keep waiting. They just always want to think about it, right? And they're just never sure. Do you want to think about it when you try and buy something? Or let's say maybe they um, they always think it's too expensive and they're, they're unwilling to invest in themselves. Do you invest in yourself? To what extent do you invest in yourself? If you've got a product that costs um, $5,000, no one will buy it. what's the most you've ever spent on yourself, right? So if you spend, if you spend, you know, $200 on yourself, you will probably find that you attract people who are only willing to pay you $200. You see what I mean? So there's a mirror effect. So you need to look for what you're doing in other people. Okay. Let's give another example. Uh, Rejection. Oh my God. Huge. If you're finding yourself being rejected in your life, whether that's by women or men or um you know, lovers or friends or whatever, where in your system are you rejecting yourself? That's the question. Huge learning, huge learning can be taken from that question. Okay, you're flipping it on its head, it's not like Everybody's doing this to me. I'm always being rejected. Where are you rejecting yourself? Flip it right around. Find the mirror. Incredibly powerful, okay? If you find yourself always um, being judged, okay? If you experience judgment a lot, then it's positive. It's likely that you will be um, sort of paralyzed in your business. If you won't be able to move forward, Because you're afraid, because the fear comes up. And what the fear is actually about is that you're assuming everybody else is judging you. Okay? Because you judge. And so you you project that onto other people. You're like, well, those people are idiots. And then when it comes to doing something brave, you come out with, I can't do that. People are going to think I'm a fucking idiot. See? See the mirror? So, um, So really important. Okay? If you're uncertain, you will attract people who are uncertain. Okay, if you're positive, you will attract people who are positive, you will resonate at your same level. It's a little bit, again, about what the, the, the secret is trying to communicate, which it does not do super well, um, but but that positivity gets mirrored back, okay? So, whether it's rejection, judgment, uncertainty, positivity it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever you're experiencing in life, look for where you do it as well, okay? Huge amount of transformation can be done that way, huge amount. It's very really popular. So um next one, okay, resilience, all right, <clears throat> resilience is a psychological phenomenon measuring uh, toughness, basically, okay, um, my generation, and I'm, I'm technically a millennial, um, I'm at the very, very uh, older end of millennials, so I don't really identify with millennials a whole lot, but my generation um, has very little of it, okay. But the generation after me has way less. Okay. These are sort of the joke people tell about like how a millennial will walk into an office and expect to be like praised, expect to be praised and, um, and, you know, constantly validated and, and things like that. Right. So the, there's kind of the, the joke is kind of that they, you know, they, they come in and they're unwilling to do any work. Um, but they want to be, You know, they want to be constantly praised and they want to get paid a huge amount of money and they don't actually want to do any work. And so the millennials sort of have this this kind of rep. One of the reasons this is because they're extremely low resilience. Okay. Um, so basically what this means is when something gets in your way, how do you respond? Right? How do you, you know, do you collapse? Do you give up? It's like, ugh, I tried. It's all I could do. I worked so hard. I'm exhausted. Right? How much grit do you have? How much resilience? How much can you, can you respond and fight through what happens to get what you fucking want? To get what you want, not to live the life that you think you're supposed to live because that won't result in any resilience at all. Okay. You need to have these desires is why we start with what, what is it that you want? Without identifying that you're unable to get it. Fact fact, unless you just happen to hit the lottery, you know, and that is just flat out, not worth counting on, you know, if you want what you want in life, identify what it is and go to hell out, get it. Okay. Part of that is going to mean resilience. All right. So, so, you know, when, when, um, when something gets in your way, how do you respond? Remember, it's not about what happens to you in life. Okay, you don't really have that much control over what happens to you in life. You can influence it and you can do a lot of self-work and you can get to the point where you can really, on some level, really strongly influence what it is that that happens to your life. But for the most part, what, you have, what your choice is, is how you want to respond to it. Okay, what do you want to turn the situation into? Like, oh, well, I failed that one. Okay, great. Let's see what I did wrong. And then let's do something else. And see how my energy stays up, right? Instead of like, oh, man, this is really unfortunate. I don't know what to do. do, do, do. Okay. Um, I had a, a friend a really good example around this, um, around uh, men in, in clubs when i trying to pick up women. Uh, I thought it was a very astute example, so I'm going to share it with you. Um, you know, when, a, when a, a man goes into a club, right, and he's looking to, to you know, pull or to meet a woman, and if he fails to do so, often he'll feel very discouraged, right? Because rejection hurts, right? And there's good reasons for that. again. this is survival level. You know survival on some level. Um, ostracization from the, the tribe means death. So at all you know, at all costs, don't get ostracized, right? So when you get when you get rejected, it not only hurts your feelings, it's also really scary. It can also be really scary and bothers some people more than others. But resilience is is one of the solutions to really being um, uh, overrun or collapsed from that. So so then what I thought was, okay, so what can you do? All right, so you're in the club. You've been rejected. How much do you want what you want? Really want to meet someone. I'm lonely. I'm ready to meet someone. I'm excited. Great. High resilience means. Okay, that's what you want to do? Great. Didn't work that time. Let's try someone else. Okay. Let's try again. Um, same thing happens when you, when you lose a business deal. Okay. A business deal falls through or you lose a client. Okay. Are you going to, how are you going to respond? You, know, you can't control your clients. You can't control the women in the club. You can't control anything outside. Start with the assumption that you can't control anything outside of yourself. Great. Now, instead of being a victim to it all, how is it that you want to respond? Okay. Because on some level you do, of course, create a reality and actually quite a literal way, but for the most part, it's more useful to start with. Okay. Well, you know, I've, I've gotten, I got rejected. Um, and I'm, and I still want this and I'm going to move forward. Okay. So you take that in, you go, hmm, I had that experience that happened. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, you know, if you get rejected by three women in a row, or you've always been rejected in your life, great. There's your pattern. Now, you know, what your pattern is now it's in your power to resolve. Okay. So you want to pay attention to what's happening, okay? Don't be like, "Well, that was, you know, she didn't like me because you know she was a bitch." So like, oh. for <laughs> making that kind of statement, she may have had a reason to be rejecting you. Great, now you know. So take it. So you take it as an example, okay? This is, well, uh, yeah, this has happened three times. So I'm going to look at, you know, what I might be putting out, or maybe I'm pushing, or maybe I'm being an asshole, or maybe, you know, um. You know, maybe I'm approaching the the, the wrong women. Okay, look to the outside, take as a lesson, and then keep your focus on what you want. Well, that didn't work, and I really do seem to be rejected a lot lately. So I'm going to go and have some sessions with Dominique, <laughs> see why I've been rejected three times in the last two you know week, um, and I'm going to get to the point where I'm not being rejected. Anymore. So there's the resilience. You see that? Um, same thing. Business deal falls through. Lose a client. Are you, are you gonna, are you gonna quit? Are you finished? What's, what's the, what is your commitment level to this? Okay. I asked people this before I put them in my course. What is your commitment level? Because this is going to take some damn work. Okay. Your life can't change unless you change it. I can show you how to do that. That's what I do, but you need to actually change it. Okay. I can't make you change it. I have no desire to make you change it. I have better shit to do with my time. Okay. So if you want to get there. I will help you get there. Make sense? It's a little bit of difference. So what happens to you in life, it's not your concern. You just need to decide how you are going to respond to it. Okay. And then the last thing. So we've had detraction, uh, Struggling with something in one area, finding it in all areas. The mirror resilience, and the last piece being relentless. Okay, now obviously this doesn't mean relentlessly pursue women who don't want you. Okay, not a good, not a, not a good uh, approach. So rather attack the pattern with relentlessness. Okay, um, what is it that you want? Okay, chase what you want with relentlessness. Okay, how much do you want it? Enough to push through whatever it is the world throws at you, whatever it is other humans throw at you. must throw shit at each other all the time. You can't do that. I can't believe you want. I had one of my very, very best friends. um I said something about oh, da, 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 make a you know about a hundred million dollars, and um and she she scoffed. She scoffed at me. She's got issues in that area. So that a deal, but I noticed it. I was like, that's interesting, because it's not like she doesn't love me and want wonderful things for me. <laughs> But she just naturally was like, oh, that's, to her, that's ridiculous. To me, that's not ridiculous in any way, shape or form. Okay. Um, so how badly do you want it? You know, what is your, you, what is it that you want in life relentlessly? What are you relentless about? Okay. Figure that out. Become relentless about it. And there is literally nothing that will keep it from you. Nothing in the world. OK, so again, obviously, it does not mean to pursue women <laughs> who don't want you take the information from the universe, but attack the pattern. Chase what you want. I want a relationship with someone who wants me. I want to feel love. I want to feel commitment. I want to feel whatever. OK, um, that's what you that's what you get reluctance about. All right. Remember. Ultimately, this life is about your relationship with yourself. Okay. Are you going to let life beat you? Or are you going to make it your bitch? Right? Are you going to, are you going to give up? There is, there is literally, I cannot say this clearly enough. There is nothing in this world you cannot have. Nothing in existence that you cannot have. It's just not a thing. You decide you want it. You work your ass off. You can get it. Okay? You can even be relentless in the spiritual world. Okay, I I will connect with spirit. I will find my spiritual connection. I will, you know, live a life of of, of clarity and purpose. Great. Be relentless. Use your intention. What do you want for yourself? Where are you willing to get it? Is it worth? Everything to you. What in the world is worth everything to you? Your relationship, business, yourself, your passion, your freedom. What do you crave? What is it in your life that is non-negotiable? Completely non-negotiable. There is no way that you won't get it. All right, we've got just a couple minutes here, but we've got a call coming in, so I'll go ahead and get them on. Okay, so me just a second here. Oops, oops, I missed him. Okay, you can call back if you want to, Phil. Sorry about that, guys. Uh if you've seen me before, I'm a little awkward with the uh, with the phone calls still. Uh but you've still got a few minutes, so please feel free to call back in uh because uh, I am here. Okay. Sorry about that. Technology. I have certain gifts in certain areas, not gifts in other areas. <laughs> Technology may not be one of my uh my gifts in other areas. So hopefully he'll call back in just a minute. Um but that is really um that's really one I wanted to communicate about this. One year life is non-negotiable. You know what I mean? What is it that is that is without, you know, that you are so resilient about, you're so relentless about, but there's no way that you will not have it. Okay. Find those things, find that part of you. Okay. Find the thing that you crave and then go get it. And always be listening, you know, to the, to the, to the world around you. If you're not, if you're not, Attracting the people that you want. Okay, wh- what are you not attracted to in yourself? You know, so you're feeling judged, or you're you're feeling um, yourself. You know, separated or disconnected. You know, it's like my story before of, of how I was unable to know what I wanted so much that I couldn't even order at a restaurant. I was so disconnected, and I felt disconnected from the people around me. And so at some point, I had to look inward and say, "Well, I, I remember I was living in Boston and riding on a train." And I was surrounded by people, and I could not feel anyone. I felt completely alone. And I went right back to my my, my healer, my what I, what I do for people now. I was working with someone who did it for me. And I said, I'm totally disconnected. So I can't feel anyone. There's no one. I feel so lonely. And she said, you're disconnected from yourself. So always look. at. So you look outward. You see what's there. And then you look inward. Okay? Take full responsibility, but don't take everything personal. All right. This is about you building a relationship with yourself. And that is where success comes in. Success in business, finances, relationships, spirituality, passion, travel, purpose in life. All of these things are not only, they're not only available for you. They're there for you. They're your right again. Thanks so much for joining me this week. I will see you next week. Take care.